Guten Tag and willkommen to a very special episode of History from the Back Pages. And this episode continues along with our season six theme of reviewing classic films throughout history. This film is well regarded and considered one of the greatest World War II historical films in all time. This was a highly expensive film that took lots of work, lots of patience, and production skill by the crew. And what film is this, you may ask? The film is called Das Boot, and in English, The Boat. This is a German film directed by Wolfgang Peterson and released in 1981. And Das Boot, in my opinion, was fantastic. I watched the film in preparation for our recording for this week's episode. And from reading some articles about history of what actually happened in a German U-boat and what they portrayed on the big screen, lots of World War II historians, and my dad included, my dad's a big World War II buff. He knows a lot about um, the different battles and U-boats, much more of World War II history. He said that Das Boot is considered to be very accurate in how the crew and the action sequences took place. So now let's get to a little bit about the plot of the film, some of the cast, and also I want to discuss production value for this film. This film had a lot of work put into it in a variety of different um, sequences, which need to be discussed. So let's begin right now with talking about the plot and cast, and then we'll get to the history and production of the film, because there's actually, to be honest, a lot of history regarding this film, compared to some of the ones we have talked about in the past, where there was a little bit about the film, a little bit about the cast, maybe some interesting behind-the-scenes info. This one has a lot of that, so it'll be easier to discuss than some of the past films we've looked at. So now to Das Boot. Das Boot was released in 1981, directed by Wolfgang Peterson. And Wolfgang Peterson was a highly acclaimed director. And he also was nominated for two Academy Awards for this very film, Das Boot. And I believe that Wolfgang Peterson, in my opinion, did a good job with his direction and setting the scene. So the plot of Das Boot is pretty self-explanatory. It takes place in a German submarine, U-96, which is based on a historical U-boat that was used in, for Germany in World War II. 
And a lot of the information they got from what took place in a real life German U-boat, they got from an author who wrote a book called Das Boat, which the film is based on. And this is very interesting. So the author of the book, which was released in 1973, and I'm going to try to get his name correct. So I apologize if I mispronounce a little bit of his name. But his name is Lofar Gunfar Buckheim. He was a German author, painter, and Nazi propagandist. He served in World War II as a war correspondent aboard ships and U-boats. And a lot of the photos that Wolfgang Peterson was able to use to help figure out and set the scene of the movie, he was able to get from Mr. Buckheim. Mr. Buckheim served on a German U-boat and he was able to tell the crew, tell the actors and everyone about his experiences. And there is some discontent between Mr. Buckheim and the movie. He had some negative opinions based on his beliefs. And according to warhistoryonline.com, the author, Mr. Buckheim, was displeased with Wolfgang Peterson's adaptation. And some of the things he criticized mostly were overacting. He was critical of sacrificing the more realist and suspense and dialogue narration. Instead, cheap effects, cheap drama, eye candy explosions. And he also criticized some of the crew behavior and some of the louder, more explosive behavior during patrols is unrealistic. And one of the things he most criticized, because a lot of this stuff you can say, well, they needed to add some sort of thing to the film. And a lot of stuff I don't really have a problem with as a person who watched the movie and did not serve on a German submarine. One of the ones that he most criticized was early in the film when the main character of the film Lieutenant Werner. So Lieutenant Werner is based in part on Mr. Uh, Lofar Gunfar Buchheim's personal experiences because when he wrote his novel Das Boot, the main character Lieutenant Werner was created to be kind of an autobiographical adaptation of Mr. Buchheim himself. So in the movie that is continued with Lieutenant Werner being Mr. Buchheim himself so to speak. Well, let's get to the scene he criticized. So early in the film, Lieutenant Werner, war correspondent, is on the U-boat and he's meeting the crew, walking through one of the hallways in the submarine. And one of the crew members threw an oil-drenched towel in his face. And Mr. Buckheim says that despite being an outsider, Lieutenant Werner as an officer would have immediately commanded special respect. The towel incident would not have been tolerated. And overall, Mr. Buckheim was most critical of the ultimate glorification and mystery of Nazi Germany's World War II U-boat war, German heroism and nationalism, 
And why do you say that? Because Mr. Buckheim, his original work, according to history, and his own self in interviews, intended his original work, Das Boot, the book, to be an anti-war novel. So not a pro-war novel, but an anti-war novel. So that has to do with the history of the novel made into the 1981 film, Das Boot. So now let's go to the plot. So it talks about how it's inspired and why the film was created. And I'll get to the plot of the film. So the main plot, spoiler free, is that Lieutenant Werner, he is a war correspondent on the German submarine U-96 in October 1941. And he's invited along as a war correspondent by the captain, who's played by Jürgen Prochnow. And the captain has Lieutenant Werner on board. And throughout the film, Lieutenant Werner is on the U-boat submarine U-96. He is documenting the war, documenting the experiences in the submarine and what is happening. And basically throughout the film, Lieutenant Werner and the captain, played by Yuri Prognow, deal with lots of hardships and trials, attacks, battles, explosions, torpedo firing. They are hunting down enemy ships and throughout they deal with many, many difficulties and try to reach the end of the war and reach home and get back home during this horrific time. And I think they did a great job showing the difficulties that horrific it would have you would be to be on a submarine for a long period, not seeing sunlight, being stuck in a cramped, claustrophobic undersea vessel for long periods of time. My myself, I don't think I can handle based on the movie and what I've seen in World War II historical um, films. I don't think I could handle being in a submarine like that because personally I suffer from claustrophobia at certain points. So I don't think I could handle being stuck for like over a year in a submarine personally. And with the poor conditions as well with sleeping quarters, food, not a fantastic place because people also deal with health issues because it's not meant for um, being able to survive there. So that's the main basic spoiler plot. Tenet Werner, the captain, other officers are on board United 6 and they go through many difficulties and in battles as well. So overall, I greatly enjoyed the film. I thought it was very realistic and lots of historian today as well. For example, Roger Ebert, one of the greatest critics from films, he gave it perfect four to four stars. He loved the film. He had lots of glowing things to say about it. And 
as I've used lots of Roger Ebert film reviews in the past for other films, he doesn't always have glowing things to say about films. So definitely, it's good he enjoyed it. And the budget of the film was about $18.5 million. It was ranked as one of the most expensive German cinema films all time. It was a huge success though, making almost $90 million equivalent to $220 million as of today. And it's interesting to note, there are multiple versions. For example, there is a director's cut version, which is the version I watched, which is a lot longer than the original version. This version is three and a half hours long. So picture like Avengers Endgame, movies like that, like that long. So if you don't have a lot of time, this one might be more difficult for you to watch. Or you could put it into two different days, which I did. And the film, three and a half hours, very good. And it, it I watched it in German with English subtitles to give it the most realistic aspect for me. And in regards to awards, the film was nominated for six Academy Awards. Two of these nominations were for Best Director and Best Adapted Screenplay. And Wolfgang Peterson did win an award for Best Director. But he did not win, sadly. These are the Academy Award nominations that took place. Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, Best Sound, and best sound effects editing. Which the movie Das Boat did not win. So it was 0-6. But they did have six nominations. Which is fantastic. And I want to give credit to the soundtrack. It was good. Definitely kept the pace. And was able to do a good job. With that. And last little bit to discuss. I want to talk about. The background. Of the u-boat itself that they used the mock-up for the film because Wolfgang Peterson wants to be very authentic he wanted to be very realistic compared to what was really used they had an outdoor mock-up which was a shell propelled by a small engine and it was kept in Low Rochelle France and one last thing I want to discuss this was funny to me um, it was in 1981, and one day the morning production crew arrived on set to the docks to find the mock-up was gone. Missing? Was it stolen? Did someone commandeer it? Well, it turned out no one had let the crew for production of Das Boat know that Steven Spielberg rented out the mock-up to use in his film, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And that's cool for me that that's one of my favorite movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I remember the submarine aspect very well. Interesting to know how it was used and behind the scenes of it itself. 
And they also had a full-sized mock-up version, which was used for filming of the Gibraltar surface scenes. And the rockets and bomber plane at Douglas SBD Dauntless dive bomber were actually real. And the British ships were models. And finally, all cast members were fluent English, but dubbed themselves for the English version. And one thing, while filming, all actors were not allowed to go in sunlight to help create the parlor typical of submariners who seldom see the sun during missions. And actors were all trained intensely for a long period as submariners learned how to quickly navigate their tight quarters, which, yes, the quarters were very tight, very small. You had to be able to move quick and fast throughout the quarters. So this is the history of Das Boat. And now for my ranking on a 1 to 10 scale, what I'm going to rate the film. I enjoyed it overall. As a history buff, lots of it appealed to me. And I think I'm going to give it a 8.5 out of 10. I would recommend it if you're interested in a realism World War II film, I would recommend this film. And also I want to say, if you are interested in watching a film that portrays Germans in a different light, I'd recommend this one. Because I know lots of time in films, the Germans all portrayed as super evil, monstrous Nazis. Well, this is different because this is a different portrayal. And lots of German soldiers who fought in World War II were not evil, sadistic, monstrous Nazis. And these guys are not portrayed in that light as well. So it tells the fictional story of the crew. So 8.5 out of 10. So thank you for listening to this week's episode of History from the Back Pages. Stay tuned for next week's continuation of watching historical films. Very excited to figure out what film I'm going to watch next and discuss it here on the podcast. So if you have any comments, reviews, suggestions of films you want me to discuss in the upcoming weeks, feel free to find History from the Back Pages on Instagram and History from the Back Pages on Twitter are the two places most likely for me to be checking and responding to in the future. So thank you. Enjoy the rest of your week. And see you next time on History from the Back Pages. Colin Sugg signing off.